pretty complicated tonight. It's hard to get back into it. Try to take it slow. So up to Paragalaman Zayin, Posuk Chof Tes. The Yoshov Ruvain El Habar. Mihine and Yosef Babar, Mayukras Begodov. So the Vayosha Ruvain, Vayosha Ruvain means Ruvain's operating separately from the Achim. The whole Pasha is like that. This is what the brothers are doing, and this Ruvain, and he's separate. He's not together with them. That starts in in Pasuk Hafalaf, where it says, Vagishma Ruvain. That means the Pasuk you test is Vagyoimu Ish El Achiv. Vagyoimu Ish El Achiv. Vagishma Ruvain. Means there's the brothers, and then there's Ruvain. So Ruvain's separate from them. Same thing you have in Pasha's Mikates. Perikman Bez, Pasuk Hafalaf. Perikman Bez, Pasuk Hafalaf. When the Shvatavas are being abused by Yosef, they don't know it's Yosef. They said to their brothers, Ishallah, that we're guilty for what we did to our brother. And then the next Pasuk, So you see this Ishal Achiv, and then there's Ruvain. <coughs> so we explain that he's the, as the Bukhar, simply Pashat as the Bukhar, he's, he's separate. There's a unit of all the Achim, and then there's the Bukhar Ruven. We showed furthermore, and um, to explain the kind so you'll understand this, we showed that that the parsha of Yaakov sending Yosef to Shechem to find out how the brothers are doing. Show that this parsha parallels the parsha of, of Yishai sending David and Shmuel Aleph. Is it Tanakh for me if you want? Shmuel Aleph, Perak Yudzayin, the story of, of Yishai sending David to find out how, how the brothers are doing when they were at war with Shaul. And that's when David was early Gedula. So, when, without going into the Pratim, but when, when Yaakov was Shomar as Hadavar, Yeshama has a dove that Yosef is going to be king. And he sends Yosef to find out how the brothers are doing at Shechem. And many of the say that Shechem is a dangerous place for the brothers. So that's why Yosef has to go find out how they're doing and protect them if they need to. Like David went to his brothers who were at war and then he stood up to Goliath. And that's when David was Allah Gadul. That's when David became king. So Yosef dreamed that he's going to become king. And when Yaakov says, that would have been that would have been the time that Yosef would have been early Gedul. Okay, and there's many many parallels between this parsha and and the parsha of David going to his brothers and Shmuel Aleph Perik Yudzayin. And one thing we showed was like this, just on, on the on the fact that the Bechor is separate. The other pasuk says like this: Yishai told his son, this is in Perik in Shmuel Aleph Perik Yudzayin, pasuk Yudzayin and Yudches. Yishai told David to go see how your brothers are doing. See how your brothers are doing. Okay? So then, in Pasuk of Bez, Perik Yudzayim, Pasuk of Bez, it says, 
David went and asked to see how his brothers are doing. He's speaking with his brothers. And up comes Goliath. Okay. And in Pasuk David said to the people that were standing with him, what will happen to the person that kills Goliath? And they told him, such and such. Then Pasuk says, Vayishma Eliyov, Achiv HaGod, Bedaber El HaNoshim. What do you mean? It says he was going to talk to his brothers, see how his brothers were doing. And, and the people that were talking to him, with him, that would be his brothers and everyone else, told him about Goliath. And then it says, Vayishma Eliyov, who was the oldest. So that means Eliyov, like Ruvain, is not part of the brothers. He's going to find out how his brothers are doing. Brothers means the regular, the pshutim, the bechor is separate. So that just, that just uh, shows that as the bechor is definite. Okay, but tonight we're going to say something special about Ruvain, what Ruvain's role is specifically. Not just as the bechor, but he has a unique shaykhist to Yasef. Okay, fine. So let's go back to Pasuk Haftes. Vayashav Ruvain al-Abar. So he's separate, and now he's doing his own thing. He comes back. So he rips his clothing like Yosef rips his clothing. So Reuven here, unlike the brothers, is identifying with the Tsar of his father. And Reuven wanted to save Yosef, the Pasuk says, not because he cared about Yosef per se, Pasuk says, So Reuven cares about his father. Reuven was doing something for his father here. As the Bechor, he was, he was doing something that he cares specifically more about his father than the other ones, and therefore he's Kareas Begadov, and, and in that, by saying that he's Kareas Begadov, the Pasuk is putting him together with Yaakov, who also is Kareas Begadov when Yosef is missing. Pasuk Lamed, Vayoshev el Echov, Vayoymar. So first the Pasuk says, Vayoshev Ruvain el Habar, and then it says, Vayoshev el Echov, which implies that the two things are connected, meaning the fact that he went to the bar, the bar was empty, is going to inform, is going to change the the Vayoshev Elochev. It's going to give it a certain surah. And what was that? Vayoymar hayeled enenu v'ani onani So he went back to his brothers and said, the child is missing v'ani onani ba. So that's touched the words. Hayeled enenu, child is missing v'ani, and I onani ba. Where can I go in? Ba means to enter. It's to go in. So on ani ba means to, doesn't mean where will I go. It means like this. Rashi says that the pasuk means ani on ani ba. Where can I escape? On evrach mitzayrishalam. But where can I go? That's going to be safe for me. Meaning, how can I face my father? I'm looking for a place. On ani ba meaning I'm looking for a place to escape to. But there's no such place now. The shvekar with Rashi is just so the Kabbalah asks and others that the Pasuk says Anani Ba, which means where can I go in? Where can I enter? Where can I escape will be Ana Eilech, like it says in Tehillim, where can I go to? There's no place to go to, there's no place to escape to. Trasha says Ana Evrach. The question is, what does Anani Ba mean? What does Anani Ba mean? Where can I go in? That's, that's what Ba means. Ba means to go into a place. To, and specifically to enter, that's why you have boil eshes achicha. Boil means to go into. 
Bayal Parim means go into Parim. It doesn't mean come. People think it means come, but it doesn't mean come. It means go into. So what is so what is the uh, Anani Ba? What's we've been saying that he can't go into? Okay, Shalom. You're here for the main question of the night, which is Anani Ba. Ani Anani Ba means what? What does it mean? Ani Anani Ba. Thank you. And I Anani Ba. Where will? Oh, that's a good point. It's a very good question. Yeah. Where will I be? Well, the is, where will I be able to enter? Yeah. Okay, so what does entry have to do with anything? You know, the Rashi says, we're on an Evrach Mitzah So I asked, and I saw others, I do ask this question, Kusava Kabbalah and others, that that would be on an Eilech. Yeah. But what's the Ba? Okay? Yeah. Right. Or Evrach. Yeah. So I would like to explain. So that's what we're trying. That's the main thing I want to explain tonight. Is what is Ruben saying? Ona ani ba. Ruben said, if if the child is missing, vani ona ani ba. Here, which means, you familiar with the pasuk? Nope. Hayelad enyanu. Child is missing. Vani ona ani ba. Is Ruben's response when he finds Yosef missing in the pit? Okay. Vani ona ani ba means where can I go in? Where can I enter? What is he looking to go into? <laughs> That he, that he won't be able, and, and he can't find a place to go into. In other words, the, some say it means, where can I escape to? Where can I run to? But that's not what Ba means. Moshe, the Rashbam says, I don't even know what it means, but the Rashbam says, Anani Ba, why did I come to the pit? Which is very strange. First of all, he didn't enter oh, no, the pit. Yeah. And also, Anani means where. Yeah. And also, what type of questions are like, oh, if he's not there, what did I come? I don't understand what he means. What did I come he, back but, for? What did I come back for? Right. But, 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 he's, but his problem is Rashi's pshat is where will I run? How can I face my father? But what's Anani Bo? Where will I go into? It's like I have no place to go. It's like I have no home anymore. That's what that's tight. That's Anani Bo. Like, yeah. Right. I have no yeah. home. I can't so that's go to my father. Where oh, will I go? Oh, right. Okay. But Rashi says, where can I escape my father? Yeah. It's not weird. Like, where can I go? Yeah. I don't have a home. Okay. That, that, so that's, let's talk about that. Okay. So. What we're going to discuss is, is very complicated because it's building on many things that we've discussed in the past and because we had a month break from the parish, it's always hard. But imagine this is building on things in Vayishlach. And uh, yeah, well, let's try, okay? So we had a parish in Vayishlach. It goes like this. Let's look at Perak Lamed Hay, Pasachov Aleph. Review Bekitzer. And we're not going to go into all the rias, so we'll have to accept rias are for the shear then. So we'll just review the point, okay? In Parshas Vayishlach Perek Lamed Hey Pasuk Chafalaf Ayisa Yisrael Vayet Aholoi Meholo LeMigdal Eder. Yisrael pitched his tent Meholo LeMigdal Eder, further off from Migdal Eder. Vayi Bishkoi Yisrael Ba'aretz Ahi. Okay. So there was a place, there was a place called Migdal Eder. This is when he came back to, Yaakov is back in, in Eretz Canaan. The Shechem story is behind us. And now Yaakov pitches his tent, not in Migdal Eder, off, or away from Migdal Eder. And Ba'arat Sahi, this happened. Okay? So now, what does Migdal Eder mean? Migdal Eder means a tower for the flocks. Tower for the flocks. Which, which is means, very weird. Because flocks don't which means, towers. Okay, it's the place for the sheep. It's 
the place that uh, that is a sign for the sheep, where the sheep are nesaf, where the sheep come together. Okay? Where the sheep come together. Where the sheep gather. Okay? So, let's look at Micha, and then we'll, we'll just uh, to review, and then we'll get explain what's going on in the parish. And Micha, Perek, Dalid, Pasuk Ches. So it means, what's happening over here is we used the Pesukim and Micha a lot. The whole of Micha is about Yaakov. A lot of micha, the whole of micha. We spoke about these pesukim. So Parag Dal and Micha Pesachas talks about Migdal Eder, which is the tower of Bastion. Adecha Tese. To you, she will come. Tese means to come, like Asa Meriplays Kodesh. Uva Hamemshala Harishayim Amleches Lebas Yishlai. So it says something about Migdal Eder is the place where the where the kingdom is going to come to. Okay, and Rashi and Micha says it's referring to Mashiach. So Migdal Eder, that means Migdal Eder is the place where Klal is gathered to. And Klal Yisrael is Nimshal to sheep, and they're gathered to Migdal Eder, and that's where they're going to have a king. If you look at the Pasuk right before, the two Pasuk right before this, it means Pagdal, Pasuk Vav, and Zayim. Talk about the limping sheep. Hashem is going to gather the limping sheep, and Hashem is going to be their king. Okay, so Klal Yisrael is like a sheep, they're limping, Yaakov was limping after he's on his way to Canaan, he gets gathered in, and Migdal Eder is where all the sheep come together, and then there's unity, and there could be a king. Okay? What does kingship mean? What? What does kingship mean in this context? Yeah, I'm not sure, it's a good question, it's a very important question, but now just peek back at Perak Bey's Pasukit Bey's in, in Micha. Asif, Esif, Yaakov, Kuloich. I'm going to gather the whole of Yaakov. So the Klai is like an Eder, like a flock, and they're all gathered. Okay, so the sheep are gathered at Migdal Eder. That's where they're gathered. So now, back to the story of... What's of, a reference to Botsar? So what? It's in So anyway, so yeah, what? It's, 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 yeah, yeah, but that's not with this passion. Okay, so 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 you so back to Vayishlach. It says like this: Yisrael pitched his tent to He wasn't in Migdalader. He was Mehalalamigdalader, which means Migdalader is the place where everyone is nesaf. All the sheep gather. Ruvain, Yaakov is not in Migdalader. He's off Mehalalamigdalader. Ruvain does something that could create. A period could create a, a breakaway within this Asifa, meaning could cause that the Asifa would not be realized. Migdalader stands for Asifa, it's a place of Asifa, it's a place where all the sheep, meaning all Klaiosol comes, right? Klaiosol is the sheep. The sheep in Parashas Vayetz is Klaiosol. The Medrash says the Yaakov had 1.2 million sheep, one man number says 600,000. So Klaiosol is the sheep. The sheep is Klaiosol. So when you have a Migdal Eder, it's a place where the sheep come together, that means Klaiosol is going to come together. But now, wait, maybe not. Because comes Ruvain and, and, and does something that could maybe make him not be counted. Despite the fact that Ruvain did that, there's still a, 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 an entity of a misbar of an Esau, a unity of 12. Okay, that's 
that Pasha. Twelve is a unity. No, there's that yeah, yeah, twelve is a unity, as Ramban says that that Kaiosol is always counted as twelve. If if we count the Fraim and Ashes, we don't count Levi. If we count Levi, we don't count Fraim and Ashes. Twelve is the number. The Ramban says so. Twelve is the number of the Shleimus of Klai Yisrael, and so this Migdal Eder, meaning the place where they all come together, it's not quite. It's Halal Migdal Eder, so meaning Labdafka, are they coming together? And Taka Rubin does something that could make them not be together. Afal Pikain, Bayubniak Shem Osir, and then there's a list of Neyak. Okay. So now, okay. Now, I think we mentioned this then, that Ruvain having a place in Klai Yisrael depends on Asifa, depends on Asifa. Which means, Ruvain did something that really could have made him be rejected. But he's counted because he's part of the group. The, I mean, the reason why Ruvain is not rejected is because he's part of a group. And that's why it says, Heosfu v'agidolochem and Ruvain v'chari and in Vaisai Sabracha, his asse for Asheon, Yichi Ruvain, Baal Yomais, Vihi Misav Mispar, which Chazal say, Yichi Misav Mispar, let him be counted in the Mispar. So when there's Nasifa, meaning when there's, when there's a unity, then Ruvain could be counted as part of the group, and Migdal Eder, which is the beacon, the place which is, attracts the sheep. Oh, I forgot to say, the Mishnah in Shkolom says, if you find an animal within 15 mil of Yushalayim, I think it's 15 mil, which is from Migdal Eder, the distance between Migdal Eder and Yerushalayim. Which is in any, and that same distance any other direction, so then you assume it's a carbon. So it means Migdal Eder is the place where the, from Migdal, it was a place called Migdal Eder, it's a place where from then on in you consider it to be part of Yerushalayim's sheep, animals. So to Migdal Eder in, in Vayishlach is the place where, and Micha is the place where Klaes all gets together. And there's Nasifa. If there's a Nasifa, so even though Ruvain was did something that makes could make him not be Nechshav, but there's a Nasifa, there's a unity, there's a togetherness, and therefore there's a Mispar, and Ruvain's counted as part of the Mispar. Okay? So Amazi Pshadna Pasik is very Pashat. Dani Onaniba means if there's no Yelad, if the Yelad's a Nenu, so there's no 12. So Ani Onaniba, meaning I have to come in, everyone has to come. Everyone has to come. Where do they have to come? They have to come to Migdal Eder. They have to come back to the center. To come back to, to Klaeso. And Migdal Eder, spatially, Migdal Eder is a place. And, and the coming to Migdal Eder, that's when you have Klaeso is, is a unit. So Ruven said, I have a problem. My problem is, is always have this problem of Bilal. And the question is, can I come? Can I enter Migdal Eder? Can I be part of the group? If Yagyalare Nenu, so there's no 12, no Vayubineyakov Shnei Moser. So there's nobody, so everyone's on merit. Everyone's on their merit. Everyone's on their merit. It has a problem, because he wasn't Zeichel, right? And, and, and really, Pshat, Pshat, it can mean a very simple thing. Well, let me just say, I found a Medrash. The Medrash is like this. The Medrash says on this plus, like, says that. Shazal busy with Reuven and Bilo. Everything was with Bilo over here. You have Yosha Reuven, he was Sakavitanisa. This whole story with Reuven involves around Bilo. So, but this Pasuk, so that's the Medrash says, that he thought, he says, I thought that I could have a trufa for the Maisebilla. But really, so it's very good, because the, the, the Bia, the entering, is, is, was, is the Vayu B'nei Akash name also, that he, he made it to Migdal Eder, as if he made it to the, to the place where they gather. Mm-hmm. And now he's saying, there's no place for me. I'm not accepted as, as, as part of this, 
this, this family. Because it has to be 12. So, so Pashat, you it has to be 12, right? Special thing. But it's another thing also, really, you could say very Pashat. Imshat, Imshat. Um, Imshat, it doesn't have to be at 12. You could say when the family is a unit, then, then there's a merit in being part of the family, even if you're not, even if you don't earn it on your own merit. Right, you hear Shalom? Mm-hmm. It means as long as there was unity, then, then he's accepted as, as, I mean, the group, his flaws are, are, his flaws can be balanced out by the rest of the group, or the, the, um, the need of keeping the group outweighs his particular reasons why he might particularly be rejected, right? Mm-hmm. Once the group is anyways nisparda, there's no unity, now he has to make it on his own. Instead, you don't have to say, it doesn't have to, mean any, it doesn't have to be anything special about 12, but it's, I'm sure it's that too. But that I can't explain. Okay? Yeah. Now the Medrash says also like this. The Medrash says in, the Medrash says like this that Ruven, when he went and saved Yosef, why did Ruven go and save Yosef? Because he said, he said, he's counting the Bemisbar Shvatim. Because Yosef dreamed because Yosef dreamed <coughs> So Ruben said, Oh, he's counting me. Yosef is counting me. So therefore I have to save him. So I have to save him. And in other girsas in the Medrash, there's other, like the Medrash in a bunch of places, it says, it says, So I mean, that's what's at risk over here. The Vayu Yaakov Shneim Asar is what Ruben's worried about. Will he be Ba? Will he come to be part of that Shneim Asar that's defined by Migdaleder or gathers at Migdaleder? And, um, and Yosef is the one, Dafka, who says, yo, you could be part of it. Oh, there is, said there is before, a group. Who says right. that? That's the Pasuk. Okay, so, right? so, but, 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 that. right, so I guess so what I'm saying, it seems to be saying is that Yosef is, is the one who said that. And, Yosef, the, and, the, and the rest of them, when the VM didn't know about the Yosef and Yosef and Yosef? I don't know. Well, he wasn't sure it was going to work. It, it, I think it's that, I think it needs Yosef. I think the point is the fact that Yosef dreamt it means that it's totally Yosef. Okay? So actually Yosef said it. So what if Yosef said it? there aren't 12 either. So what if Yosef said it? What? Without Yosef there aren't 12 either. Right. So. So that's why we're going to have to save him, right? No, that's why we're going to have to save so him. So what does it have to do with he's counting me and I should say I have to save him? What do you mean? If he doesn't count me, if I, if, even if he didn't want to count me, I need him because otherwise it won't be Shnei Masar. Right, but I think it's... No, but it'll be, it'll be 11. So it'll be 11. I think the point is... It'll be 11, there won't be Shnei Masar. There won't no, be the number. I don't, I don't think... There's some I, special 12. No, I'm not so sure about that. Sure I'm not sure about that. That I'm not sure about. Also, there's, there's a lot of complicated things over here because you can get 12 with Ephraim and Menashe, right? If there's no Yosef, there's no Ephraim and, and Menashe. But here's the question. Reuven lost his Bechayra to Yosef. What if there's no Yosef? So does Reuven get Chanech and Palu? Now the 12. Yeah, there's a big problem. I'm not just what's going to happen with the 12. What's going to happen to the Bechayra? No, what's going to happen to the Bechayra, right? Reuven is a major player here because he lost the Bechayra to Yosef. No, what's going to happen to the Bechayra? Does it revert back to Reuven? Does someone else get it? Does it go to Binyamin? I don't know. But this still might be 12. It must still be 12. From someone else. Yeah. No, I'm saying Ephraim Menash. So you're saying, but since he's counting me, I should, I should say. No, and, and that's not. Right, that's what I just said. But I think it means that Isn't it's Tali Yosef, okay? Now, why is it Tali Yosef? I'm not sure. What? Yeah, well, Yehuda's why then? Yeah, well, yeah right? Pratzazara, yeah. Except um, he doesn't get it. Well, Aaron Oynan. Well, 
Okay, I guess. No, they don't care. I, uh, I don't know. Yeah. I'm saying if you're Bukhara, I'm not sure how that would that would be another question. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So it doesn't go to Yehuda. Yehuda got off. It's not the same. No, no, no. I'm saying if they should have been them and they died, does it go to Paris and Zah? I don't know if that's true either. Whatever. It's another succession question. Theoretical or not theoretical? Wives, if it's first okay. wife or second wife, Aaron and Nana from one. And, and yeah, I have no idea. Okay, so that's that. So now, okay, right. But the message is saying that, right, it's not because Yosef did it. Apparently, Yosef is required. Okay, now, now here's a very complicated thing. And um, let's, okay, let's start. Let's start this and, and we'll see what happens. Because we have to, we, we knew at the time in the Shechem story that we're going to have to get back into this. <coughs> and we'll try. Okay. So, let me give you all the Hakdamas. We'll review all the Hakdamas. And, and then we'll get to the Davish and Eschadish. One of the Hakdamas has a, has a Chiddush right away. First thing was like this. There's, there's a person named Gidoin in Sefer Shreif. Okay? And this Gidoin, Gidoin starts in the Perik Vav in Shreif. It goes to the Perik Vav, Zayin, and Tess is the story of Gidoin and his children. The story of Gidoin and his children is roughly there was a person named Gidoin, and um, he sees a Malach Hashem. He says, he sees a Malach Hashem upon him, upon him, and he thinks he's going to die. And this is in Perek Vav, and Hashem tells him, Shalom. He calls him Shalom. Okay? And then. He wages war against um, Midian. That's Perg Zion in Shreftim. That doesn't concern us. Okay, and then Perg Ches, a continuation of the war. And he goes to Pnuel and Sukkais. Pnuel, remember, is called such because Yaakov saw the Kim Ponim upon him. Mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> he wants, and, and then he, 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 he's victorious in the battle. He gets the kings of Midian, Zevach and Samuna. He tells his Bechor, this is in Perek Ches, Pasuk, Chof. He tells his Bechor, whose name is Yeser, kill them. But he's a Nar. He's a young kid, this Yeser, and he was afraid to kill Zebuch and Samun. Okay? What are you thinking of? I this. Yeah, what do you do? And so Zebuch and Samun and Pasuk Chafal say, You kill us, ki ka'ish ki Takes the might of a man to kill us, right? If you're, you're a man, he's a Nar, you kill us. Okay? Just noting that. And then the Pasha continues, this is very close, that the people of Israel told Gideon, you should rule over us and your son. Let's make a dynasty. You, your son, and your grandson, let's make you into a king. And he said, no, I'm not going to rule over you. My son's not going to rule over me. Hashem's going to rule over you. You said Yimshon, by the way, not Yimach. Okay, right. So, so then Gideon tells them, okay, and then Gideon says, um, I want each of you one thing. I want, a, I want the nezem from the shalom, from the booty that you got from Midian. I want the nezamim. Why they have nezamim? The Pasuk says, Pasuk Havdal, Pasuk Havdal. Why they have nezamim? Because they're Yishma'elim. That means even though it was Midianim, Midianim and Yishma'elim are really interchangeable. Okay, important Pasuk, we'll get that soon. They gave him the, the money, the nezamim, and he made a aphoid. And this aphid ended up being a problem. So I desire. Okay. That's the end of Gidoin's story, meaning him personally. Meanwhile, he had 70 children, and another child from Shechem, Pelegish and Shechem, whose name was Avimelech. He dies, and he has these 70 children plus this one Avimelech. Avimelech goes to the people of Shechem, 
and says, why do you want, you want 70 people to rule over you, or you want one person to rule over you? I said, one person, Mogishmak. So they allied with him and they helped him kill out all his brothers, his half-brothers, whatever, 70 of them, except for one of them who survived, but that doesn't concern us right now. Okay. And then, and then there's a whole bad blood between Avimelech, again, Avimelech was the son of Gideon, who killed out his 70 brothers, and, and the people of Shechem helped him out, because he was because he, cause he was related to them, because his mother was from Shechem. Mm-hmm. They said, you're you a brother. And then, as punishment, there was this animosity between him and the people of Shechem. Okay? And if you look in Perek Tess, there was a fellow by the name of Gal ben Eved, who was an anti-Avimelech, and he said, he starts talking about the people of Hamor Avi Shechem. Why should we serve Shechem? We should serve Hamor. So that gets us back to the story of, of Shechem and Hamor in Embracious. Okay, now there's the points to make, and now I'll tell you what I'm getting at. Gidoin is like a Yaakov person. He's like a Yaakov figure. Yaakov all over again. How do I know? Because he sees the Lekim Ponim upon him. He builds him as Be'af Ve'ikor Le'Hashem Sholem. But Yaakov, after Yisrael, it says, Ve'yivim as Be'af Ve'ikor Le'Kel Ele'Kei Yisrael. Which means Yaakov is called Kale, and Sholem is the name of Hashem. Same thing. Okay, and both of them see Hashem Ponim upon him and yet survive. Um, well, Gidoin, what? Right. Yeah, right. Um, Gidoin has 70 children, plus another one whose name is Avimelech. Now, when they want, so Yaakov has 70 Yotzi Yerechai, plus, well, not plus, Yosef is included, but there's also Yosef, who's a little bit different. Right, and Yosef is Avimelech. Why is Yosef Avimelech? Because Parag calls Yosef Avrech, which means. Targum says, Dein Abba Lemalko. Reich means king. Reich means king. So Avimelech. So Yosef is the Avimelech person who's very dangerous. He might kill out all his brothers. Why? Because when they asked Gideon to be king, he said, I'm not going to rule over you. Hashem is going to rule over you. So now wait a second. I, Avimelech, talks about, do you want 70 people ruling or do you want one person ruling? Teretz is, Hashem ruling is the same thing as 70 people ruling. Why? Because 70 people ruling in Sanhedrin. Means they figure out what, what Hashem wants. Not, no individual is deciding anything. So when Gideon says, I'm not going to rule over you, Hashem's going to rule over you, that means it's going to be my whole family. The family is 70, that is Sanhedrin, they know what Hashem wants. Comes Avimelech and says, No, we need one person who rules over everyone else. Okay? So now, back to the Yosef story. Yosef dreams that he's going to rule. When the Shvatim said to Yosef, Hamashal Timshal Banu, it's like when Gideon said, I'm not going to be Moshal, Hashem is going to be Moshal. The problem is not that Yosef is going to be Moshal. Maybe, maybe, maybe someone else should do it. The problem is Hashem should be Moshal on us. Why do you want a king? Why do you want a king? And, and Agav, this gets back, way back to Avimelech. Avram made a bris with Avimelech. No, Avi, first Avimelech. Yitzchak made a bris with Avimelech, which means that there's a political power. He's Avimelech. And then there's a spiritual power. It's Avram and Yitzchak. <coughs> and they figure, okay, we're going to make up a shutfis between politics and... Separation of power. Spirituality, that's called. Or whatever you want to call it. Religion's a funny word. Okay. And what? A union. And it never works. It never works. Because there's always a pagam in Avimelech. And that's why Vayetze Yaakov Mebeshava, as I'll say, he doesn't want to make a bris with Avimelech. Right? So it means, but Avimelech means the, the political power. So where's the political power coming from now? Meaning, Avram thought the political power would be Avimelech. Avimelech would be the king, and Avram would be the, 
the Navi, and everything will be great. That was the bris. Now, it didn't quite work out. Yitzhak did the same thing, also didn't quite work out. So Yaakov says, that's it. I'm not, I'm not going to look to political power for outside. So who's going to be the political power? So either it's going to be the Shivim, which is a different Mahalach, or it's going to be Yasef. Okay? So that's what's happening by Gideon too. Now, now a few more things. Gideon has a son, a Bechur, whose name is Yeser, but he doesn't quite live up to being a Bechur. Yeser is a Bechur name. Right, Ruven Becheriato, Yeses Ace Yeser, Oz, Pachas Kamayim, Altoiser. So, really, you're Yeser. But Lamaisa, you're not, you're not, you're not going to get it. So, so to Gidden has a son who's a Bechar, who you realize this Bechar was Lamaisa, who was killed with all the 70 brothers with this little, with this Avimelech fellow. Well, it's no surprise because he, he had a chance to act like a Bechar, but he didn't, didn't live up to his in there. Okay? Um, Another very important point, but I'm not sure why it's so important, but it, it seems to be. I mean, I don't get what the word is. But here it says that, that by the way, Midyanim and Yishmaelim are the same thing. So, it's okay. They, why they have Nizmei Zahav? What's that? Midyanim should have Nizmei Zahav. Because they're Yishmael. Why does yeah. that have the <laughs> I don't know. That's what it says over there, right? That says in Shaftim, which is a very important passage for our Parsha. Because, because in our Parsha, the Yishmaelim and the Midyanim. Yeah. Look, it says, L'chuvenim kerenu Yishmaelim. So who was it? Was it Yishmaelim or Midyanim? Says the Benazim, Yishmaelim and Midyanim are one and the same, even though they're not. Yishmaelim is Hagar's son. Midyan is Vayesim from Yishma Keturah. Not Yishmael, but no, there's a passing Shreftim that says, don't worry, it's okay, Midyanim and Yishmaelim. Yeah, they have nose rings, and they have camels also over there, they visit with the camels. Maybe everyone there in that time had camels, but... What is this whole thing with nose rings? It's very major things. We spoke about that also because Yaakov. Okay, I'll tell you the kids. So Yaakov bought Shechem with Mea Kasita, yeah. and and they gave Aiv. They gave him a Nezam and a Kasita. So Nezam and Kasita go together, yeah. and the Nezam is the Nezam by by thing is by Gidon is a is a Moikish, right. and and Yosef, which is Yosef's truffle. Right. So it's the Nezam, so and the Nezam was always sacked by 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 the Eagle. Purple is Except except the uh, Nezam that. Uh, that they ever gave to, to Rivka. Yeah, okay, maybe girls could have. I don't know. Maybe that was that in, order to, in order to try to avoid that, that problem. I don't know, I don't know. Okay, so that's that. So, so that's, I'm just showing you that, um, so far, that Gideon is Yaakov. Next. Next. Next schmooze. So let's look at that Pasuk. In Shaft and Perak Tess, Pasuk of Ches, the people who are opposed to Avimelech, in Sefer Shaft and Perak Tess, Pasuk of Ches, Gal ben Eved, who's anti-Avimelech, he says, why should we serve Avimelech, and why should we serve Shechem? So remember who Shechem is, Shechem is the founder of the city, or not the founder, rather, the son, very important. Shechem was the son of Hamor, right? And just, as we all know. That's what and, and he's identifying Avimelech with Shechem, right? It's a very schwer passage, but Gal ben Eved says, Mi Avimelech u mi Shechem kina avdenu? Who's Avimelech and who's Shechem? Meaning, why are we serving Avimelech? Serving Avimelech is like serving Shechem, Haloi ben Yerubal. All he is is the son of Yerubal. Okay, we'll skip the next thing. Ivdu is Anshei Chamor, Avishichem. We should be serving the people of Chamor. So there's a whole major question. Who are we serving? Are we serving Shechem? Or are we serving the people of Chamor? And, and he's using that idea to say, should we serve Avimelech? Or should we serve the son of Yerubal? Yerubal is Gidon. Okay, I forgot to tell you. Yerubal is another name for Gidon because he fought with the Baal. <coughs> so there's a whole question which, which um, has to do with, the, with, with this story of Gideon. 
do we, do we care about um, Avimelech as an individual, or do we really care about the son of Gideon? And remember, there were 70 of those. And he's using, right, that's his point. So why are we so focused on Avimelech? What, gives him such, what makes him so special? He's just the son of Gideon, and there's really a lot of other people, a lot of other sons of Gideon, who really are not going to rule in the same way. It would be a whole different thing. It would be a Hashem ruling, because it's through the seven, decision of the 70. It's a whole different thing. And that's what we should be doing. And he uses, he harks back to Hamor and Shechem, okay? Which means, which means, and we're not going to go into this whole passage of, of Atetze Dino, but in that story, there's also a whole debate, a whole debate about who is ruling the city, Hamor or Shechem. Hamor or Shechem, his son, means, let's see if I could, let's see if I could show you something, just to understand. Yeah, I don't know. I have to look at my notes to remember this, to remember it better. But let's look a little bit in the past, see if we get anything. In Perik Lamadal, the Basleya. So the Shechem, as an individual, Shechem speaks to his father, okay? Yaakov allows his children to decide, right? Yaakov allows his children to decide, which means there's no one individual. It's all my children equally. Okay, I don't remember where we saw this in the parasha right now. There's a, there's a, there's a um, slightly ambiguous phrase here. Right, who's the Nazi? Right, right, right. Who's the Nazi? And who are we? Who's in charge of the city? Hamor or Shechem? So basically, if Hamor is in charge, okay. So there's a so there's like a major question. Without going into that parasha. There's a question about the, the question of um, who makes the decisions, individuals like a king or a collective, which is really figuring out the truth, figuring out what Hashem wants, like a Sanhedrin. That question is, is a question in the Gideon family, in the Yaakov family. Is it going to be Yosef or is it going to be everyone? And, and, and the same thing parallels the Shem family. Okay? So, um, is it Hamar and all his people? Or is Shechem going to, his, one of his sons, going to fear the whole city by the nose? Okay? Without, without going into that passion. Fine. By the nose? Yeah, well, he's leading everyone around. Everyone's rallying around him, because. Yes, right? Oh. <laughs> okay. Right. Okay, so now, I, now, one more thing in the Shechem story. The Shechem story. This we said in, in Paraglamadal. What happened over there? The Bnei Yaakov spoke Bemirma and said, if you do Milo, then it's all fine, right? And then they killed him out, and Yaakov got all upset. So he said, so what did Yaakov think? What did Yaakov think that, that they were going to do? The answer is Yaakov thought they meant it. What? Yeah, Yaakov thought they meant it. If you do Milo, you're fine. And you know who held like that? Yosef. Yosef Taka held like that. And how do I know that? Because the Pasuk says like this. This is in Periklam Adalad. Pasuk Zayim. That word ha'anoshim is miyotr, right? It could have said bnei Yaakov ba'omen asadik shom ba'isatzvu, but the point is like this: not all of the bnei Yaakov were anoshim. Va'yikhu shim and velevi ish, and they were thirteen. That's how we learn at Bar Mitzvah. From yikhu shim velevi achedina ish charboi. Yosef was not an ish then. So, so the brothers who were Anoshim. Hmm? Reuben and Shimon? What? 
The the Anoshim here are Ruben and Shimon. And Levi, I said. Levi isn't the isn't the Ish until the until three days later. Okay. The pasuk says Vayikhu Shnei Ben Yaakov Shimon Levi Achedina Ishkar. So I don't know. So the Anoshim were Vayichalahem, and it's a Kashan Rashi. Rashi says that. Bechayres, I think. Maybe Erechim. No, it's the, the the point is not that he that on that day he became a mitzvah. Okay. Two three days before. Him. Oh, is that right? Oh, is that yeah. the Cheshbon? Okay, I didn't That's know. That. Yeah. I didn't know that. Okay. So basically, it's like this: the Anoshim were very angry, and the Anoshim said we're going to kill out the city, and they tricked them. But all of the Bnei Yaakov together said do a brismila. The Anoshim who were very upset about what happened meant we're going to kill you out. Yosef, who was not an ish, meant do brismila and you're good. And we know Yosef holds if you do brismila, you're fine. Mitzrayim, you want food, do brismila, and I'm good with you. Yosef could be the king of Mitzrayim as long as you do brismila. So that's Yosef believes we won't need one thing in meal, and then we're fine. And, and, and the Anoshim, the family, who got very upset, are going to wipe out the city. Okay, so there's a major machlek is going on between Yosef and the brothers. What? What is Why? Where do you see that? Ah, okay. Maybe. Good. Okay. Also. So now. Well, according to Rashi, they also. So now, right. So now it's like this. So, so just putting this all together, just because I don't know exactly what's going on. I don't even know close to exactly what's going on. But, but it seems to me like this. So the, the, there's the original Machloik of Yosef and the brothers is starts in Shechem. But Yosef is perfectly fine with Shechem. Just as long as you do Bismillah, we're all good. It means Yosef and, and Shechem stands for the one who's going to be the individual ruler. And Yosef is fine with that. Yosef is also going to be the individual ruler. He's not going to wipe out the city. With the cheref, right? As that the Shimba Levi does. Okay. Now, one more thing. One more thing, and then we can put it together. What? That's a good question. One more thing. Right. Ruben seems to be looking to see. Right. Interesting. Ruben seems to be on the fence. Right. Like he is in this story. So I think we mentioned that then. Right. He can go either way. Right. The Shimba Levi have one mahalach. Yosef has another one, and Ruben. I'm not sure. Or he's going to see. So one second. So one last thing, and then we can put it together. Then we'll wrap it up. That. The Pasuk says, kids, this is something we said, I'll just remind you. Um, Yaakov took Shechem Becharbi Ubekashti. What Becharbi Ubekashti? It says, there was not a mention of that then. It says, But the Pasuk says, there was a Chitas of the Kim. Chitas of the Kim is Charbi and Kashti, it's the Cherv and Kashti of the Novi. And when um, <coughs> Yaakov said to Yosef, I'm giving you Shechem, I shall have a Becharbi Ubekashti. And when Yaakov sent Yosef to Shechem to find that Shleim Achech or Shleim Atzayin, Yosef was supposed to get, find the, the, the Novi's Cherv and Keshes at that point. Okay, that was, my mom was good. So now, like this, so now I just want to put it all together. There's a fellow by the name of Yeser, who the only reason he doesn't take out his sword and act like a Bukhar is because he's a Nar. Okay? So Yosef is the Nar, right? So Reuven said, and Reuven goes, he's yelling, I've taken back his father. He's not, he's not ready to grow up yet. Here, his father sent him out to Shechem to get the Cherv and the Keshes. And it's not working yet. So Reuven said, he's still a kid. Hayeled, I gotta take him back there. That's Reuven's Mahal. And then, well, he'll grow up. Then he'll get the Cherv and Keshes. And then we'll all be on the same page. Then we'll all be on the same page, right? Because either was a Machlekes in Shechem, with the whole Machlekes started. Yosef has one Mahal. And Shimon and Levi, don't, that's what we call him because he was little. He was a Nar. So he doesn't have, so it means Yeser, let's think about this, Yeser messes up, why? Because Yeser was a, was a, was a Bukhar by birth. Mm-hmm. Bukhar by birth has to be, has to, he has to grow up when he's five. 
right? He has to, he, he's, he has to be born a Bechor, right? He has to be born a man because he's, he's the big brother, right? So if that's how you become the Bechor and then you get your chance and then, oh, no, he's a wimp, so that's it. He messed up the Bechor. And then the whole family falls apart. The little Avimach takes over, right? But if Yosef is going to become the Bechor, so good, say it. But he has to first grow up because Bethsaida is the little brother, right? What was the little brother becoming? So like David, the little brother. So Uven, who is the older brother, who's taking care of him the whole time until he grows up, because right? He's, because he's the Bukhar always. He's already started out Bukhar. Because it was Uven. Uven was so therefore what? So therefore he can take care of him. Okay, Except I guess. What so. about the fact that he went off and left his father? Yeah, when? When he like Shavu? What? When no, before. With what the what's called the the dying. Oh, that, yeah, 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 yeah right, right. That, so there's right. that too, I know, there's that too. That, that so is, is, that, is that a bad thing? Or is he, or is he, we have to go back to all these things. Anyways, I don't know, right. So one second, I just want to say the part. So the so point is, so Yasser is the Bukhar who, who won't take out the Kherim and Keshes, and therefore is not a Bukhar. And, and Yosef also, at one point, wouldn't, didn't take the Kherim and Keshes, that, that Shabbat Levi did. But he's a Nar. He's a Nar, and he has to grow up, and that's okay, because he's little. He's, he's the Ben Zakunim. So that's what Ruben is saying. Ruben is saying he's a Yelad. And therefore, he has to grow up. Um, what? Earlier, the apostle says, "My matter." No, right? Here, he says, here he says that he's a yell. Yeah, true, true, true. Right? Okay. So one second. So the vart is like this: Hayelad einenu vani aniyuba. It means bishlama. If we're going to preserve from taking back this father, he's going to grow up, and then he'll take, and then he'll pick up the chayav and kashes, and we're all going to be on the same page. There won't be any machlekes. No machlekes is vayubni akushneim aser, and we're a unit, and then I'm I'm part of everyone else. But if He's going to join the he's not going to rule the one alone. Oh, so that's a, you know that's a good question also. Maya said he would rule, right? I don't know the answer to that. Alright. Right. No, I mean, the answer is probably, but he did rule, but in a different way than he would have had he ruled. The fact that he went to Mitzrayim and, and, he ruled and Mitzrayim, Imras Hashem Tzrafasu, yeah. etc., made him rule in a way that's different than he would have ruled. Yeah. Meaning, made him realize, probably made him, okay. Yeah. Gitze. One word. I just want to say one word which answers your question. Yosef is Yosef Hashem Li Ben Acher and is Asaf Hashem Asaf Hashem is Asaf Elikim as Chapasim. We spoke about this then. That is the good Yosef. The way the Yosef works out is when there's Asifa, not when he's by himself. Not when he's by himself. So, so meaning if Yosef just been by himself, you know that would be a problem. Like this is where it was a problem. Well, like he wasn't Shem, and like when he dreamt and stumbled, like but yeah, I'm ready to rule. Right, you know. But no, he had to first be taken down a notch, and then there could be a reunion in Mitzrayim, and then that's an Asifa. Okay, that's, 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 so we'll leave it at that. Yeah. Oh, so maybe-